Welcome back to the Travel Brand Rebranded. I am Batman. And today is April 10th, 2021. And how's everybody in the world of podcasts doing out there? How y'all hanging, man? I gotta do I, I just have to say something about Gonzaga, okay? They got their asses handed to them. I mean, from jump. It was insane. Even when those dudes from uh, Baylor were lining up for the jump, I'm like, damn, who are those dudes? They were just bigger and stronger, and they were getting to Gonzaga from the first shot of the game. And it's like Gonzaga just got punched right in the mouth, and they couldn't do shit. But come on. I'm going to tell you what my wife said. She comes in. First, I talked to her. I said, man, these these guys are getting handed, getting it handed to them. And she, she comes upstairs, and she looks in. How are they doing? And I said, not so good. She goes, well, it's because they're, they're playing against a bunch of brothers. <laughs> and it was so fucking true. Sorry to say it, folks. Uh, let's face it. Gonzaga is a pretty quiet school, okay? They need to get some big, bad dudes in there. I'm not saying it's all about black and white here, folks. But I'm going to tell you this. uh, Baylor came to play, and they whooped them handily. I was a little bit shocked because I was like, man, they're going to at least make a game of it, aren't they? I mean, I talked to you guys about it. I said I think they'll get past uh, UCLA, barely. I'd much rather see UCLA play Baylor. So anyway, uh, congratulations to Baylor and congratulations to Gonzaga. You know, you made it to the final again and got handed. So what's that tell you? What's it going to tell you? Now, a lot of people are saying, well, Gonzaga didn't play against any competition. Well, they did a little bit. West Virginia or something, Virginia Tech or something. A couple of, you know, good good-sized schools, and they beat them, but... You got to be real. They're not even close. Wasn't even close. Timmy, the place for Gonzaga, he was handed, he was just awesome all the way, all season long. But Baylor's defense, man, they were just plugging every hole. It was just amazing. It was handed to them. Anyway, Gonzaga, you got whooped. You need to step up your game a little bit next year, I think. Yeah. I don't know what you got to do, but you better do it. And what's all this shit about uh, the Mexicans dropping children over the fence? Four, five, six-year-old kids, you know, the wall. This is this was Trump's wall, right? This is the one that was unclimbable. Nobody can get through. It's, it's just uh, impenetrable. It's impenetrable. Well, fuck you, man. Now they're fucking dropping children without their parents over the fucking wall. And why do they do that? Because they know the United States of America is going to bring them in and, and raise them. Okay? I mean, I'm not inhumane or anything. But, you know, the people... What kind of parent does that? I don't care how much you want freedom. I don't care how much you want your kids to have a way better life than you. Are you really going to drop your children over a fucking wall? Yeah, they will because there's an agenda. Right? They'll come to the, the border and they'll say, My children are missing. My babies. And they'll let them come into the United States with, to, to get their children and they'll stay. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a guy that doesn't think that they should be able to come up here. But you got to come up here the right way. Right? 
Come on, man. I'm American Indian. I don't want none of you over here anyway, okay? I don't want none of you here. But it is what it is. What, what are you going to do? But it's just unfair that uh, we as taxpayers, right, have to have to foot the bill. Why? You know? Why? I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a fucked up situation. I get it. I really do. I understand that way, way deep down south, there's a, a lot of fucking violence and murder and, you know, trafficking and whatever. It's it's a horrible, horrible place to live. I get it. I understand. But you're going to bring your children up, what, a thousand mile journey on foot or something? I don't know what it is. It's a long fucking ways to just throw your kids over a wall. And then what? You know, these little babies, man. It's just fucking just I, it's hard for me to wrap my head around it. It really is. How do you do that? How do you let somebody... Now, those kids, were they kidding? No. They, those dudes that dropped them over the wall were either related or they were getting paid to do so. Okay? They come up with money to get here. Thousands of dollars to get here. How do they get that thousands of dollars? How do those people get all that money to give those fucking coyotes or whatever you call them, right? To smuggle them over here. As far as I know, isn't a thousand dollars in in Mexico and South America? Isn't that quite a bit of money? Isn't that a good chunk of change? Couldn't you take that and maybe fucking just, I don't know, find a place down there where it's nice to fucking live too? I know there's some good places in Mexico. There has to be. I mean, people from fucking the United States are always flying down there, telling telling me what a wonderful fucking vacation they had, down on the beach and hanging out at the pool and shit. I know there's some shitty places there, but there's some shitty places here too. Look at the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation, okay? Take a look at that shit, all right? Half of them don't have running water, okay? Half of them don't have any kind of fucking modern type of heat or a place to take a shit, all right? They got to go shit in a hole in the backyard in a fucking outhouse. Now, what kind of bullshit is that? What kind of fucking bullshit is that? Why doesn't the fucking President Biden... With his infrastructure shit that he's coming up with. Why don't they fucking modernize the biggest reservation in the United States? Huh? Why don't they do that? Poverty. Alcoholism. Rape. Murder. Kidnapping. Violence. Fucking drugs. All kinds of shit going on there. Right? Yeah. They get a little bit of money from the government. But apparently not enough to fucking be able to shit in a fucking flushing toilet or drinking fresh water out your fucking I don't even I couldn't even imagine living like that I mean I've had some tough times in my life but nothing nothing would even compare to the living on that reservation okay I don't know man the government put them there right 150 years ago or whatever the fuck it was and said, here you go. Yeah, we'll feed you some. We'll give you some fucking flour and some fucking rice. And, uh, you know, some cheese and shit. Okay? That's what they did to the American Indian people. They brought them to their fucking knees by starving them to death and with disease. Everybody wants to be an Indian. Everybody want, They think it's glorious and wonderful to be an American Indian. Yeah, maybe... Maybe 400 years ago, 500 years ago, it was pretty fucking incredible, right? Maybe it was really fucking awesome. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. But I wouldn't mind being able to live in those times. I'd fucking give that up in a heartbeat and live in this bullshit right now. You'll have to forgive my uh, 
for being curt, but I just think it's a bunch of bullshit, right? The Elwha Reservation down on the, you know, down in Port Angeles, down on the water there, they weren't even recognized until the mid the mid seventies, I believe, right? It's a little tiny reservation, man, and there's there used to be only one way in and out, and that was like a fucking half mile hill that was at least a forty five degree angle. So in the wintertime, when it snowed, you couldn't get out. I was even down there when we were stranded down there one time for like a week, week and a half, back in the uh, late 90s, okay? So they put these uh, people on this land that, that you can't even fucking grow anything on. You know, I keep hearing these things about, I continue to hear about these African Americans who are getting reparations, right? But they're giving it to them through housing. If you own a house... You get a little bit of money, 25 grand or something, to upgrade your house. Now, how many African Americans own a fucking house? I don't know, but I'm going to say it's probably, you know, 30, 40% max. I could look it up, but why do that? You know, why do that? You guys can look it up. But that's what I'm talking about, shit like that. You're going to give them reparations for that? How about you just give me one little reparation, right? Give me something like I don't have to pay fucking taxes for the rest of my life. Federal taxes. Let's say I just don't have to do that. Why not? I mean, I could continue to pay into my Social Security, right? Medicare, Medicaid, whatever. Or maybe they could just give me the finest fucking health care that, you know, mankind knows, right? Just give it to me. The health care that the American Indians have. Yeah, you hear it all the time. Hey, Pat, man, I heard you can just fucking, you can just go, you you know, you got good medical and shit. Uh, no, it's not. It's not fucking special, okay? I get injured out off the reservation. I have to, if I have to go to the hospital, I foot the bill. No, I'm not complaining. I, I got it pretty good. I, I get it. But there's a lot of people who don't, okay? So there's people down... When the, the president starts spouting off about infrastructure and all that happy horse shit, and you hear all this happy horse shit about reparations, let's think about uh, the real shit, okay? The real shit is you have to give out. I mean, you can't even, you can't even, there's so many of us out here now that you cannot even, cons- the reparations be what? You know, 50 bucks a month or whatever? I don't know. They need to uh, fix the... The problem, man, infrastructure on the reservations, give them some running water, give them some roads, give them some good places to grow shit. Do something. Yeah, we have a lot of bridges out, but we have a lot of reservations that are out too. A lot of reservation Indians that need help with their land. They don't have the finances, okay? They can't just drive off their the, the biggest reservation you know, on in the United States and go to work where? It's the way that some of them live is just a lifestyle now it's the way it's just the way it is i know people who live in lummy the lummy reservation up in bellingham they're living in the same old shit that they were 30 years ago when i left it's the reason i left bellingham is to get away from all that and their conversations that i have with my son and he mentions guys that i hung out with then some of them are dead and some of them are just still sitting on the couch they're still sitting there, smoking their weed and drinking and, I don't know. I always wanted more for myself and I always wanted more for my son. But, man, my son is stuck in that shit. He can't get out. 
needs needs uh i don't know i don't know i try to help him but uh you know you can lead a horse to water right you can't make him drink that's the old saying anyway enough of that bullshit infrastructure reparations they have a, a, a female american indian in there in the house right she's like the the uh, fucking territory somebody or other i don't fucking know she's in charge okay let's do something now's the time you know before i'm dead let's make some reservations fucking nice you know i don't know enough of that bullshit uh how about uh derek chauvin huh? how about that trial they're all trying to make george floyd look like it was his fault you know they're all, they're all making him look like well wasn't he high yeah but he wasn't high enough to fucking that shit wasn't enough to kill him right he had a little bit of the doctors say he had enough drugs in him be like a common you know dui fucking enough just to get a buzz right how would uh derek like to have somebody you know throw him on the ground right now in court right in front of everybody in front of the jury throw some cuffs on him toss him down on his face and then get on him put their knee in his neck and uh you know just sit there for like uh nine minutes and some odd seconds see how he might like that you know if he's not found guilty of something, he's got to he's got to be found guilty of some serious shit, or some serious shit's gonna hit the fan. We all know that, you know. Yeah, George Floyd was, you know, he was up to, you know, he was fucking doing whatever he was doing, right? He was doing his thing. He was in a in a position where he, yeah, maybe he should have been talked to. Maybe he should have been like, hey man, what's up? What are you doing? What are you doing out here with fake twenty dollar bill or whatever the fuck it was? But he didn't deserve to die. You know, didn't deserve to die. If he hadn't have been in that situation, that wouldn't have happened, right? Well, if the cashier would have just taken that $20 bill and, you know, ate the ate the cost or whatever, and said whatever, then uh, it wouldn't have happened either. So, that, I mean, it was a lot of circumstances had to happen. But the bottom line is that fucking pig killed that man right there in front of everybody. And the defense for Derek is you know calling witnesses up that were standing there and they're like were you, were you mad like were you angry and dude's like fuck yeah I was a little pissed off you know I'm watching a man die right in front of me for you know whatever it's not like he had a gun or a knife he was a big dude but they didn't need so they're the, I guess it's their job right they're trying to get this guy off you know find him not guilty but come on man He's guilty as fucking sin. He did what he did. We saw it. We witnessed it. Well, maybe, uh, you know, the cause of his death was uh, he was on, you know, drugs. Okay. No. Dude was a big dude. He was he was shucking and jiving in the store, man. He was, I don't, I don't know. Just sometimes I lose words for it because it just doesn't make any fucking sense. And you wonder why these little kids are so fucking afraid of the pigs. They're so afraid of the cops. And you see where these some of these fucking cops threaten little kids and put them in handcuffs. And they maced that one little girl in that fucking car because she wanted to go home and talk to her mommy. Maced her. Eight or nine year old fucking little girl. Handcuffed. What the fuck is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? People like that, man. 
you need to fucking do something else with your life. Don't be a fucking cop. Don't be don't be anything like that. Don't don't be any of those fucking public servants. Go work at fucking uh I don't I don't know. Go work somewhere. But don't be a fucking public servant. You're a fucking menace to this society. People who fucking victimize. And just just yesterday on on uh, the Twitter, I saw these fucking cops with their guns out on a on an army dude. He was in the military. He's a sergeant or a lieutenant or whatever the fuck he is. He's got his hands outside his window. It looked like they were at a gas station. They got their guns out and they're telling him, get out the fucking car. And he's like, I'm not doing anything. I'm, you know, just chill out. And they're, he's, he was afraid. It was, he was clearly fucking scared shitless. Or maybe he did shit himself. I don't know. But the one cop maced him. And they're dragging him out the car. That's all I, that's all I got to see. Whoever's doing these films on Twitter, man, keep the camera fucking rolling, man. Don't just stop. I want to see the ending. Jesus Christ. Anyway. So, you know, what's going on, man? Uh, I kind of worry about shit like that once in a while. You know? It's like... But at the same time, like, I ain't gonna take no shit off no fucking pig. Right? But if you get a little mouthy, if you say, fuck you, or whatever, and then you get a one cop that's having a bad day. Right? Having a bad day. Just like they said that kid that fucking killed those people in Colorado. Ten people. Cop gets up there and says, yeah, he was he was having a bad day. What? You're having a bad day? Fuck. That's all it takes. You get one bad cop. Or you just get a cop that's just a little bit overstressed, had a little bit too much fucking coffee. Or his old lady got him mad or whatever. His dog fucking shit on his fucking bed. I don't know. But he's just in a bad fucking mood. They whip out guns and shit, and you're obviously surrendering. You got your hands out. Why are you trying to drag me out of the fucking car? Why are you going to mace me? It's going on every day. And all these mass shootings that we're having, people fucking, oh, look what Joe did. Joe went down there and killed eight people. Well, I'm, I'm a little pissed off today, so I think I'm going to go ahead and get my guns together. And, uh... I'm going to head on down to work. Those guys pissed me off yesterday. I'm going to... You know, people like that. They're just mad. Pissed off. And they have a gun. It's going to happen more and more and more. We don't hear about it all the time. But it's happening. It's like they said something like 2,000 people in the last fucking month or a year or whatever. In, in these little mass shootings. What's a mass shooting? Two or more people? You know? What does it take? I mean, I've... You know, you just don't know. And the other day I heard one of the my fellow superintendents out there in the world. You know, we're like, you care about people that work in the field I work in. You don't want people to get hurt. You want people to go home to their families, right? Well, I just heard the other day a superintendent in this area was killed on the job. Didn't hear a lot about it. I want to try to find out what happened. I keep looking on Google. I can't find anything, but he died on the job. The only thing I really heard about it was he got squished or something. Got pinched in between two machines or something. I don't know. He's fucking dead though. And that was the thing I was talking about several months ago. These days that you get up and go to work, man. You don't expect that you're not going to come home. But those are the times. You know? You go to work and you don't come home. I don't want to do that to my wife. Right? Be careful, man. Accidents happen, yes. But most of them are preventable. 
Right? You don't get behind machines. You don't walk near them. You stay away. You do whatever you have to do. You know? It's like the one dude that walked off a scaffold and fell four stories to his death. He was a cider. Walked off because there wasn't a rail up or something. You don't just walk off those things if you got a rail up. You got, you know, toe kicks, catch yourself. I don't know. Even a fucking harness. You know? A harness. I caught two uh, Russian dudes a couple months ago up on one of my roofs, standing right out on fucking South Dawson, 20 feet off the ground, no harness, no rope, and I lost my fucking mind. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? The fuck down and put on... You know, times like these, you can't just, you know, kick guys off the job site because they won't come back. I got shit to get done, so you got to kind of be nice. But there's times, just like day before yesterday, I went out, got little signs made to put on my, my houses and my projects on the fucking front door that reads, Do not enter without booties on your feet. Okay? Right there where you have to read it to open the door. I get over to Denny, and, uh, you know, the floors are all finished. It's starting to look really fucking nice in there. I just had the floors clean because of that reason. The electricians are in there, walking in there with their fucking muddy boots and shoes on and shit. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Can't you fucking read? And all he says, oh, sorry. Sorry, man. I'm like, no, dude. What the fuck, man? I'm going to talk to their boss because I'm really fucking tired of it. Fed up. And then... See, this happened on Thursday. So our quality control dude, I was telling you about him a couple weeks ago. That's going to work out pretty nice, actually. It takes a little bit off me. Chuck goes over there, and they're in there with their fucking boots on the floor and shit. Well, he lost his mind on them. I'll leave that up to Chuck, because he can, he can lose his mind on them and uh, walk away. I can't lose my mind on them and, you know... I can walk away, but I still got to see him again, right? I can get, I can give him shit. But you got to be cool about it. You got to have some, you know, respect. So one thing about up, about being in the field is you, you can't diss people like that, right? You got to respect them enough. But at the same time, you got to let them know that they're dipshits, right? Asshats. Jackasses. Whatever. You got to tell them because they're stupid, they don't do that good of work anyway. I'm not going to say their name, but uh, they don't really do very good work. Always fixing shit. Always coming back. Always. I don't know. That's one of the things about my company is that they much spend a couple grand more, man, for quality. Okay? Because you're losing two grand on repairs and fixes and shit. For, for some reason, my company doesn't back charge for anybody hardly ever. So I just quit trying. Not doing it anymore. Anyway, enough of that bullshit, too. Work is going pretty good. I'm going to wrap them houses up, but I'm... Oh, I should say something about the appliance install guy. Fucking asshole. Hispanic dude, right? He rolls up with his 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 uh, his crew, right? And he's all... He's got his hair all fucking moosed up and gelled up and whatever. He's, uh, you know... I don't even, I should have caught his name because he's a dick. And I'm going to let his bosses know he's a dick. Right? I scramble around to get my appliances installed at my East Denny site where the electricians were fucking shit up. And uh, 
the trim guy hadn't cut the, the hole out for the double oven, right? Microwave oven. And the hole for the refrigerator was a little bit off, right? So luckily, I got a hold of the trim carpenter and he scrambles around. He comes over and I ask him, hey man, can you do this for me? See, that's what being nice. You get people to do stuff for you. Can you at least, you know, get this fixed and, you know, adjust the, the, the hole for the reefer? Because it's one of those fancy-ass reefers. Weighs 650 pounds and you put cabinet doors on the front. So it's got to be fucking pristine, fitting the hole perfectly. It's got to look like a cabinet. Well, it's a half inch off, right? I couldn't get it anymore because the cabinet's 42 inches wide. And the hole they need is 41 and a half inches wide and I can't quite get there without adding some trim right and he's like it ain't gonna work it's not gonna work I'm like just put it in the hole man hook it up and then we'll we'll figure it out now I'll put it in the hole but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hook it up and then I'm like well all right whatever dude and he goes all you got to do is add a couple pieces of trim and there you go you're, you're fixed see there you go it's fixed I'm just a install guy and I fixed it for you. I'm like, okay. So, it's times like those that I just want to fucking beat some ass. Right? But I'm an old man now. I can't do that. I can't be rude. I can be, I'm it's starting to take its uh, toll on me. I'll put it to you like that. Because I'm one of the nicest guys out there. But you put me on that edge. You push me to a certain point. I'm going to fucking get you. I'm going to put you in your place. I got words for you, right? I got these words for you that uh, will make you feel bad, right? It'll put you to shame. You'll go home fucking crying like a little girl. Uh, but I can't do that. I got to be nice. And then, uh, you know, anyway, so Danny's going to get done. I'm going to probably talk to his boss and say, look, man, your guy was a little rude to me and my cabinet guys, my trim guys, okay? They're they're uh, Ukrainians. They're Russians. They're good guys. They're not mouthy. They do what you ask. Nice guys. So I know they were being. It wasn't them. Dude was trying to say, well, they wouldn't. They wouldn't do what I asked them to do. Well, no, that's not true. They do everything you ask them to do. So you're a dick. And then uh, one of the last things I want to talk about real quick is tribal voting. Okay. Those of you out there who live on a tribe, live on the uh, reservation, right? You have. You have voting, you have chair people, you got this, you got that, right? You got to vote the chairperson, and it's not a chief, okay? So you got counsel. So uh, I get this thing in the mail. I get it every so often. They want me to vote for, uh, you know, the chair people, the people that are out there running the tribe and shit. But why would I do that? I don't live there, number one. And number two, after my grandmother died, you took that land away from me that she left me because you said... I don't live there, so I can't have it. It's not my name. I had to transfer it into my cousin's name. And, uh, you know, everything that she had, I don't. So why would I want to vote for any of you chuckleheads? Why would I give you a vote? I don't live there. I don't want to live there. There's nothing there for me. Why would I do that? Anyway, that's pretty much it for now. So, uh... Anyway, you all have yourself a great week coming up. I am Uwinton, and this has been the Tribal Brand Rebranded and everything like that. Peace.